Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I help women unstuck themselves. Today, we're going to check out your wellness. How well are you? Do you know? Do you know what the wellness wheel is? We're going to use that as a tool for self-evaluation. I'm going to tell you where I am, and as we talk through it, I want you to think about where you are. And remember, your wellness is not static. It's not the same day by day, month by month, or year to year. It does change. So where you are right now is not where you have to be. Are you ready? Let's get started. I'm devoting the next few episodes to healthy holidays because these are all being released in December and it is a hectic time of year for so many of us. We are running ourselves ragged. We're going from Christmas event for kids to Christmas event for work to all of the shopping. Maybe it's Hanukkah. Maybe it's Kwanzaa. Maybe you don't celebrate a specific religious holiday, but you're still in the throes of it. And then on top of that, it's cold and flu season. How do we stay healthy? How do we maintain our health in such a crazy time? Well, that's why we're going to talk about wellness. Wellness is not a sexy word. If you notice in advertising, you'll never really see a lot of people telling you, be well, this is how you do it, or find the six things here to help yourself be well. You know why? Because most people don't buy for wellness. Most people are not into prevention. Most people wait until their tooth is throbbing and sore to worry about the dentist. They wait until their throat feels like there's a thousand needles in it to start going, oh my gosh, my body is telling me I have to stop. They wait until it's too late, and then they go into this reactive response instead of practicing wellness. For some reason, we are not wired to operate in prevention, but this podcast is all about you assessing where you are right now as a form of prevention, uh, as a way for you to look at and go, wow, I'm doing really well in this area, not so well in this area. (laughs) And so this week is all about just a big bird's eye view of your health and wellness. Okay, you ready for that? Let's talk about the wellness wheel. So I want you to envision a bicycle tire with spokes or a pie from the top and there's a whole bunch of slices in it. Okay, or each spoke on a bicycle wheel is going to or each slice of the pie is going to represent these seven aspects of wellness. So the wellness wheel was created actually by someone in 1976. He was a doctor that was working with people and figuring out, wow, these seven factors make a huge contribution towards someone's overall well-being. And these are the areas that we want to evaluate. Number one, physical. We always think about it, physical well-being. Usually, if you're not in pain, you think you're healthy. That's not always true, and I'll come back to that. Environmental, spiritual, social, financial or occupational, intellectual, and emotional. I'm going to repeat that one more time because I said it really fast. So I want you to envision a pie or a bicycle tire. I like to say bicycle tire because wellness is not static. It's moving. And so all of these things can change at any time, but it's easier if you can really think about it as a pie. So a slice of pie with each slice is named one of these seven things, physical, your physical health, environmental, spiritual, social, financial, or occupational, intellectual, and emotional. That's the wellness wheel. Wellness isn't sexy. Let's face it. 
the word wellness just means, I don't know, do a lot of you picture like green plants, maybe a lotus flower or a succulent and candles and a woman with a white towel around her head in a spa. <laughs> I know that that is a, an image that the word wellness evokes. It feels like it's more self-care than it is really about health, but your wellness is your health. It is everything. It's not just being in one of those Turkish robe towel things that you wear into a sauna with a towel over your head as well. It's not that. It's part of, that is part of taking care of yourself, but that's not wellness. Wellness, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, is just the state of being or doing well in life, happy, healthy, prosperous. That's how they define it. And most people associate well-being with just physical and mental. Why I love the wellness wheel is because you can be crushing it in your emotional well-being. You might have great stress management. You might have a peaceful life. And you may be overall healthy and fit, but you might be lonely. You might be struggling to make friends. You might be home all weekend with nothing to do. And you're not stressed about it. Maybe it's not affecting your emotional life but you're aware of it, that there's a longing, or you're unsatisfied in your job. Yeah, you're making a lot of money, but you don't feel like you're contributing. So let's just take a look at what this wellness wheel really can help us explain. It explains how you contribute to the environment and community. It explains how you build better social networks, better living spaces. It explains how you can interconnect life with work and play. Also explains your development of your belief systems, your values, your worldview. And of course, it takes into consideration your physical activity, your healthy eating habits or unhealthy, your physical strength, your vitality, your self-care. Do you seek medical attention or not? We all we automatically think of that in, in terms of wellness. It also addresses your self-control, your self-esteem, your determination, your sense of direction. It also addresses your creative and stimulating mental activities, sharing yourself with others. That is wellness. All of those things encompass wellness. So what do I want to do with you today? Well, it's too much in one episode to cover all of these. So through the holidays, I want to pick on a couple of them because there are a couple of them that are super key in December when you're running around hectic and it's also cold and flu season and you're going to be seeing people you don't always see and you're going to be exposed to things you haven't been exposed to. And then if you're someone that has fear of germs and that was even before pandemic, then you have all of that to deal with. So what I want to talk about today is your physical health and your spiritual wellness. Oh, that's an interesting one to choose, Christine. Yeah, <laughs> because we better have some meaning to all of this madness. If we don't apply meaning, meaning to it, then what are we doing it for? So let's just talk about physical first. And these are some really practical tips that I'm going to give you. I want you to evaluate yourself. I want you to figure out where you are in this aspect of your wellness. Your physical wellness is do you engage in physical activity regularly? 
Now, I'm not talking about walking to the mailbox. I'm not talking about parking your car far away from the grocery store door to walk to get groceries. I'm talking about intentional physical activity, not activities of daily living. Are you moving your body with intention of exercising it every day? If you've been with me for any length of time, you know I'm not a fan of the sedentary lifestyle. Sedentary people are not well. That's a recipe for disaster for your wellness. So if you're a physical gym rat and you're, you're a warrior and you're out there doing it, then you, you're okay. You've got this piece buttoned down. You might need to be the person that in your physical wellness, you need to give yourself some rest. But if you're someone who's not moving their body, someone who isn't even stretching, I'm going to challenge you in December, give yourself 10 minutes a day. Every single person on this planet has 10 minutes, every single one of us. You have 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes to take a walk. You have 10 minutes to pop in a 10-minute yoga video off of YouTube. You have 10 minutes to sit and maybe do some deep breathing exercises for the first minute, warm up your body, and just do some stretching. Move your body intentionally 10 minutes every day this month. And I say that every day because I'm only saying 10 minutes. So I'm not saying go do a HIIT workout or go run or or do something very aggressive. I'm saying give your body 10 minutes of intentional movement a day. Intentional is key. I'm going to move my body for the health of it, not because I have to put my groceries away. The lifting into the cupboard doesn't count. Okay, I'm not letting you off the hook here. Tough love's coming. I want you to move your body. 10 minutes. You can do it. Next piece, sleep. That is part of your physical wellness. This is a big problem for people. In my beauty salon, I hear people talking about sleep troubles all the time. Now, my sleep is glorious. I I am blessed. I am that old-fashioned 1920s baby doll with the long, hard plastic lashes. You remember those? If you see an old-school baby doll, the ones that'll scare you when, you know, like they're in scary movies, but you lay them down, as soon as I go horizontal and my eyes close, I am asleep in less than 60 seconds. I am. I, I've always been this way. Now, I can't sleep like on an airplane. It's really hard in a moving vehicle. I, I don't have that gift of being able to sleep wherever I am, but I do get good sleep. It's not hard for me to fall asleep and I sleep well. What about you? Do you have trouble sleeping? Have you done all the things? And when I say all the things, I mean not take a sleep aid. I mean, are you trying maybe practicing the three, two, one method? Have you heard of that? No food three hours before bed, no work two hours before bed, and no screens one hour before bed. That right there could change your whole sleep. Maybe you've tried that already, but if you haven't, I want you to try it. I'll repeat it one more time. No food three hours before bed. Let your body digest before you hit the sack. No work two hours before bed. Let your brain rest and no screens one hour before bed. Yep, I said it. How many of you are falling asleep with your phone in your hand? I've been guilty of it. I'm not going to lie. I've done it. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, what I love to do is silly TikTok entertainment. I want to laugh before I fall asleep because the last thing you take in before you fall asleep just sets the tone of your sleep. I want to take my mind off of the stress of the day. 
But I got out of the habit of doing that within one hour of sleep. I want my eyes to have a break. What do you mean no screens? What do you do? What do you do, Christine, without a screen? Do you forget how to live without a screen? Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's just quality time with a person that you live with. Maybe it's just alone, prayer, journaling, meditation, something to take your mind and go down into a quiet place so that your body's ready to rest and sleep. Try it. Sleep is key. Okay, good hygiene habits. Do I have to mention this? I'm hoping that you are taking care of your teeth. I'm hoping that you're taking care of your physical health and all of your annual appointments and all of the things that you should be doing. That's part of your physical wellness. Food. Okay, I have another episode coming for you about food during the holidays, and I want you to stay with me. That's going to be released next week. But I want you to think about what you're eating and drinking through December. Be aware. I don't preach restriction. I won't tell you to restrict anything, but this is what I'm going to say. The more sugar and the more alcohol that you take in, the more of a chance you're going to get run down and get sick. And I'm going to tell you why in the next episode. But for right now, food is a big deal. What do you eat? Well, if you know you're going to a party, why don't you think ahead of time? Take December. Get a plan around. Go, okay, I'm going to be here, here, and here in the next, maybe this will be my Christmas party. And this is going to be New Year's Eve. And maybe another friend is having a girl's night out. Plan ahead of time. Be preemptive in how you're going to approach that. If you know that it's going to be food that makes you feel crummy after you eat it, maybe you eat something at home that you can fill up on or mostly fill up on that you know doesn't make you feel bad. Maybe you look at a restaurant menu way before you go, like once the restaurant is decided or you know where you're going to be. Look at the menu. Plan ahead. Don't let yourself get there when you're starving, you're tired, you're overworked, and you're run ragged, and you just order anything, and you overindulge in wine or whatever that is, and you're setting yourself up for not ideal health. So you want to think ahead. You want to be proactive and approach the holidays that way because that will set you up for overall wellness. You're not going to roll into January going, I need to start over. I need a do-over. Those memes are funny, but really, how many do-overs do you want? When is it time for you to stop the do-overs? Yes, every day is a fresh page. I look at life that way. But when it comes to simple habits, Simple habits. You can do this. You're strong enough to do this. You can plan for healthy holidays. You can plan for one month of making decisions that are going to support your physical health. You don't need a do-over every January. So I want you to look at that. Be proactive in all of the eating and drinking this month. And when it comes to drinking, I just want to say this. I enjoy a really nice glass of wine. I want you to enjoy substances like that to celebrate good times, not to make bad times better. Make that your rule. Alcohol or whatever the substance is that, you know, I live in a state where marijuana is legal. I don't know if you live there, but people now, it's, it's rampant. So many people use marijuana to relax or they use marijuana to de-stress instead of managing the stress or they use wine or a cocktail to de-stress instead of managing the stress. Numbing isn't going to fix it. 
So I know these are tough words to hear because all of us have things going on and that glass of wine just sounds so good at the end of the day, but the glass of wine should be saved for celebrating good things, not for making bad times better. On that note, let's move over to spiritual, okay? Let's talk about spiritual wellness. Why is that such a big deal? Well, it's about finding purpose and meaning in your life. It doesn't have to be a religious affiliation, but it can be. Spiritual wellness is done through your values and beliefs and how your actions are shaped and aligned with them. So what are your values? Have you ever thought about what are my core values? What are my core beliefs? You know, sometimes our stress is induced because we are not operating in alignment with what we believe. We do things that we don't want to because we believe it's just not right. It's not right. It's not right. But we do it to keep the peace. Or we do it because it's an expectation, because we don't have the proper boundaries in place to say no, or I'll pass. That's not for me. Or not this week, maybe some other time. If you don't know what your core beliefs are and what your core values are, you're getting bounced around all over the place. But if you do know and you're operating outside of them, there is a strong chance you're a people pleaser. Girl, if you're a people pleaser, I'm a recovered one. I'm going to tell you, they don't like it when you lay down new boundaries. They don't. But you will feel such a sense of empowerment to go, you know what? This year, I'm not doing that. Maybe. Now, I I go to, I love Christmas Eve service. I love going to church on Christmas Eve. And I love the camaraderie and the singing and joy to the world and the candlelight and all of that stuff. And I love inviting people to go with me, but I don't pressure people, but I'm going to just throw out a scenario and I'm doing this to help trigger maybe something in your life that might be you saying yes to something you don't want to do. What if I had a family member that came with me to Christmas Eve service every year and they hated it? They did it because they thought it was uh, an expectation and that they were getting uh, some type of adoration or respect from me because they came but they dreaded it. They didn't enjoy it. They didn't know what this, the heck everybody was talking about, what they were singing about, what's the purpose in all of this. And yeah, it's Christmassy and we sing Christmas songs, but I don't like it. Have you ever done anything like that where you go because your mom expects you to do it or your sister or your spouse or your partner or your coworker? Have you ever said yes to things that don't line up with you? Those are your core beliefs, your core values. You're not being true to your core. If you're not lined up and being true to self, you are setting yourself up for spiritual unwellness. You need to find meaning. What are your core values? What are your core beliefs? And then set strong boundaries around them and live in alignment with them. Do we do things sometimes that we don't want to do because we are in a situation like we're a parent or we're a partner or we're a spouse? Yes, compromise is a word that we all are familiar with. But I'm talking to you if you're a people pleaser and you have a hard time saying no to all of those things. I want you to learn how to set a boundary. If you go back into a previous episode that I did called Fences, because before I did all F words, Fences, 
That episode is all about boundaries. You'll want to go back to that episode and listen to how I set up what boundaries are and how to set them because it's really important. I did not do this until later in life and it changed everything. As soon as you learn how to say no and say yes to say no to others to say yes to yourself, you feel so empowered. You'll feel so much healthier. Okay, so what else is spiritual wellness? It's not just boundaries. It's not just that. Do you feel a sense of peace and well-being in your life? Do you believe your life is meaningful? Is there meaning to all the madness in December for you? Or is it just consumerism, materialism? Then you need to check that. I applied meaning to all the gift giving. So for me, I love Christmas. I celebrate Christmas. It aligns with my faith. But also in the gift giving, I applied meaning to it. Even if I just give one little candle to a friend, as I'm wrapping the candle, I'm praying for her. I'm sending her good juju. I'm sending her good vibes. However you want to put it, as I'm wrapping it, I'm applying meaning. I'm giving it meaning. It's not just consumerism. It's, it's something deeper for me. If you apply meaning to it, it means more. You're going to find more peace in it, more joy in it. Find a little something that you can do in your regular December activities to apply meaning and make it more special. Do you feel connected to something bigger than yourself? That's part of spiritual wellness. You know, I read a quote, and I can't remember exactly who said it, but this is what the quote said. The most unhappy people I know are only concerned about themselves. The happiest people I know on the planet lose themselves in service to others. Think about that for a minute. When I am having a pity party or when you are having a hard day and you're overwhelmed, you hit that overwhelm, are you thinking about other people? No, I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about my world is spinning out of control and I'm not, I'm not focused on anything else except all the things going wrong instead of being focused on all the things going right and how I can serve others. That doesn't mean you ignore self and you don't do self-care and all of that. What it means is take your focus into service. Leave people better than you found them. How can you give part of yourself as a gift to someone else? That's spiritual wellness because you have a purpose for being here. There is a meaning for your life. You don't have to be working in your purpose and working in your passion, all of that stuff. I know that that's, you know, something we hear. And yes, it's amazing if you can get paid to do your passion. That can take a lifetime to figure out. But even wherever you are right now, if you're not being paid for your passion, (laughs) you can still apply meaning. You can still bless someone else. You can still identify what you have that can help someone else. All of us have something. We all have gifts that we can give other people, spiritual, intellectual, advice, encouragement, a smile. Just being able to sit with someone in their darkness, just your presence being there. If you're good at that, not everybody's good at that. That could be a gift that you have. That's part of spiritual wellness. The last part of spiritual wellness is your ability to grow and think forward. You're not just, you're living in the now, but you're planning for your future. You have hope. Do you have hope? Do you think, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be next year? Are you constantly evolving, changing, and growing? 
that's part of your spiritual wellness. If your best days were 10 years ago, I'm going to say you're not spiritually whole. <laughs> that's hard because a lot of us look back and think, wow, well, I my spouse passed and those were my best days. Those were your best days then with that person. That doesn't mean you can't have better days in your future. And hope is what takes you there. The belief that you can is what takes you there. That's part of your spiritual wellness. So as we move through December, I don't want you to be thinking about your New Year's resolutions in January. We all, you know, we hear it all the time, but I want you to be here now. I want you to be better on December 31st this year than you are right now when you're listening to this episode. Don't worry about January 1st. Let's talk about now. Are you living in hope and anticipation of a better future, of a better you? That's part of your spiritual wellness. So as a recap, wrapping this up, we're going to do December different. We're going to be very aware and mindful of what we eat, what we drink, and why and when. We're going to be very aware and mindful of moving our body intentionally 10 minutes a day. And we're going to be very mindful of our spiritual health, our spiritual wellness. We're going to have apply meaning to things. We're going to serve something bigger than us. It's not all about us. It can be a little bit, but don't have a pity party. You can have a five minutes and then go out and serve because as soon as you go out and serve, you're going to feel so much better. Those are your assignments this week. Until next time, have a fierce fit feminine, and fabulous day. If you're here for the first time or here for the 40th time, from the depths of my heart, thank you. I appreciate you so much. I've had so much fun starting this podcast in 2021 and now taking it in a direction that is definitely directed toward helping women find their fierce, their fit, and their girly girl femininity. And I would love to invite you to send me a message at through my website. You can visit me at christinebrunelli.com or find me on Instagram and social media by the same name. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to share it with a friend and don't forget to hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode is released. And I will always leave you with this. Have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.